Absolutely. Mm. All right. Anyway, yeah, it was kind of fun. It's right in here, David. That, <laughs> that, that area right, right, that area right now, Mayor. Yes, right there. Okay, you see, there is the right there that I'm circling. Yes, I think you're okay. off by a little bit. Now, now keep that in mind, okay? I, I see. see all this area out here around it, and <laughs> the world is revolving revolving around this yes, area right here. The periphery, the little small area that see, I circle. We we have found the center of the universe. That is the center of the universe. That's the part that controls everything. Yes. That's right. Unfortunately, I heard you. Is that just women? Women control all of the supply of this and half the world's money. So, just to give you a so, why are we considered the more powerful gender? Is, I don't know. We got nothing. Grego claims that women are more powerful because they can they have half the money and all the. <laughs> <laughs> well, do they? I mean, you know, pay for it. I reckon. I thought it was an interesting discussion on the blind dates. Oh yes. Very interesting on Thursday. I like you. You don't do that every week. The the female. Do I go on a blind date? No, the female. No, we don't do it every week. We just do it every once in a while. You ever been on a blind date? Yes. Almost married her. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Amazingly enough, the only one I've ever been on too. And I was set up by my ex girlfriend. Hmm. My ex girlfriend sets me up with a new gal, and we went out for about three years. Wow. You ever string it together at the same time? The ex and the. uh... That would have been uncomfortable. Oh, it would. But now, just them together, me watching, yeah, it's a different story. Not enough hmm. coke in the 70s to get that done? Come on, David. Calm it down. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> when a dude's in recovery, you don't need to. I've never, done a, blind, I've never done a blind date. I, I haven't either. Have you ever done a real date? Yeah, Okay, sure. I was just checking if oh, there was a comparison. Look at me. <laughs> no, but, never uh, had a blind date. So that means you don't have any friends that think highly enough of you to set you up with somebody. Either that, that or I... Saying, you right? know I, I've never... I've never had anyone in my circle of friends who Me? knew anyone that was even halfway good looking. Oh, my. Well, they know your standards are pretty high, yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. They don't want to send their friend in for failure. They don't want you throwing up at the front door. Right. Saying, that's it? Gosh. But, so, like, this was completely, be. like, some blind dates, you know, you'll get a picture or... Had nothing. You, you maybe have seen them at a party and you're never introduced. See, this I'm, was a completely... <laughs> Completely random. No expectations, no understanding of what this person in fact, looked like. The the ex that, that when we broke up, it wasn't the greatest breakup in the world. Ooh. I mean, they, to break they, up. they never are. He just, you know. What? I did the typical guy thing. Instead of cutting it off way beforehand, I you just it bleed out. I just bled it out to the bitter end and just hoping she would see the light and just leave, you know. try and be more and more of a <clears throat> Rick with a P and pretty much. So she That's pretty much the guys. Cut it off guys you. never cut stuff off. It's just they just let the women just kind of stop talking, stop yeah. returning phone calls. Exactly. Oh no, honey, I've just been uh, busy. Just, just a lot of time at the office. Been really tired lately. But I didn't know what she looked like or anything. I felt like going out. Until <laughs> so I walked up to the front door, and I was pleasantly surprised. She was nice. Really, only redhead ever dated too. Tag it. I don't well, know. he went three years with her. Oh, well, yeah. I hope so. Thought about it. <laughs> Almost married her. Yeah. Huh. You he got the director's chair out a couple times. <laughs> yeah, that video cams back then, though. So, Bring anyway, but blind dates, I heard that one, was that one chick that was calling, she said she was a major alcoholic and yeah, got blasted and almost threw up on the pool table. Right. On a blind date? Yeah. She goes, yeah, I think, I think it was my problem. Uh, I got really hammered and... jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Well, was, you know, those. I guess those can be like a stressful situation. So if you're... Yeah, so you pound if, a few if, drinks. If you're prone, you know, to get wasted, you know, and you want to loosen yourself up and try and get the nerves down, then you could very easily create a very embarrassing situation for yourself. You ever done that, Dave? 
Yeah, I've well, seen Dave get yeah. blasted many a time. Yeah. Seemed like one, one, eight, you, one eight, you and one of your exes night. were always trying to loosen things up a little <laughs> bit. Now, Craig brought up a good point. Craig Miller, the fact that you have to pick your dating scene, too. If you're going to go on a blind date, can't go out to dinner because if you know immediately that it's you not going to work. you got to pick something real short. Yeah, like, Hey, listen, can you run me to the airport? Can you go to hot dogs? <laughs> Let's check out the hot dog stand. Let's go get a cup of coffee at Starbucks or whatever. You know, that's what I do because you know immediately. I know it. Yeah. I'm going to suffer through the rest of the evening. Uh, so have you been on blind date? No, I have not. You just know about it. I have always tended to date like a girl that I've been friends with for a couple of years or a year or so. So I always get to be real good friends with the girl first. and then it, So one day you just kind of go, so you want Then you mess around with them and you ruin the friendship and then you move on, look for somebody else. Right. I leave her life destroyed. I'm always wondering why that happens. Life you because I always become their friend. Then I become their sole support system because uh -oh. I systematically eliminate their other friends <laughs> and turn them against them. Well, and then when they're completely thing. dependent upon me, that's when I leave them. Very, very strategic, though. <laughs> yeah, thank that's you. That's what a chick does. You think a chick does that? Yes. I've never had a chick that crowded out my friends like oh, or talk bad about Some them do. or anything. No, like my wife didn't. But yeah. I don't have any friends, so you shouldn't have to worry about but it. But it, it is kind of a... I don't know if it's the maternal instinct or what, but... No, it's the fear factor. But, yeah, they do try they and... cockroaches? They do try... Your feed line. They do try and monopolize your time. You know, there, there are some women who are independent and, you know, want to do their own thing, and whenever they see you, they see you, but then there are the majority that... There's no such woman as that, by the way. When they're with you, they, <laughs> they are with you. And you're attached at the hip. The women that say, I want to be completely independent. I don't want to get tied down with anything. I just, you know, let's just go out. And those are the ones that will grab onto you with all talons in about three weeks. You think so? I know so. Hmm. It's, a, it's a front. Remember, I'm older. I have experience. That's true. He's wise. Almost so 50. have you ever had a girlfriend that's bagged on your friends? Yes. Well, you got to turn that around, don't you? What? You have a girlfriend who hasn't bagged on your friends? No. Have you ever had friends? Yeah, that I don't think I ever have. Remember, no, I had. No, a I haven't had probably as many girlfriends as you guys. No, no. Have no. Had, More though. importantly, have you ever had any friends that have bagged on your girlfriend? Yes. Because that's the key, isn't it? Or do you fight through? That's it? the thing. I mean, I think that most guys, you just you stay away. You don't bag on the girlfriend or the fiance or God forbid the wife. You just have to ride that out. And that's uncomfortable. I mean, what do you do in that situation? What, do like, what, do? If, what if you knew? What if you knew that your buddy's wife was cheating on him? Do we can't, have that? Can't say anything. Um, We've gone through it. We, we, anonymous email. Can't, you and Rick have? No, not no. us. But it, some somebody close to us. You can't do anything. You can't. No. Because they'll tell you that. Because then it's your fault. The whole, yeah. Then they'll, they'll turn on you. you. Well, yeah. deny what you can't defend. Defend what you can't deny. She'll do that. If she, if he, she gets confronted, no, I didn't do anything. Those guys are. They just don't like me. Or, right. do you just, you just, or, or do you just break down one day in, in, in front of your friend and start crying? Just because you feel so I bad. I just can't You're such keep this information inside <laughs> such anymore. such a sap. <laughs> I can't do it. Man. No, but I, I don't think you can... You've bagged on another guy's girlfriend to him? Have not. <clears throat> okay. No, you can't. I haven't either. I have not done that either. You can't. You just can't. That's one of the unwritten rules. I think what you try to do is you try to ask questions... You know, you kind of lead it there. I mean, do you think maybe she does this, you know, or whatever? What are you getting at? But I've never had a guy respond that way to me. But I mean, I've always had really honest friends who enjoy, you know, a good how conversation. Many I, how many I told you so's have you ever said after they break up? 
I don't think you ever go back and. Oh, yeah. I tell myself. You don't try that. to rub their nose in it too much, do you? I look in the mirror yeah. and Because what myself. victory is it for you? It's no victory for anyone. Isn't it? No. I don't know. A little scoreboard. <laughs> um, when any marriage breaks up, a little bit of all of ours does. Um, social contract. <laughs> so, would you go out on a blind date, Davey? It, it depends on who. Do you have to know beforehand what they look like? Well, I mean, you know, I wouldn't go in with out any description whatsoever. Then a Bradstreet report, maybe a little. But it would check. depend on it would depend on who is doing morning the star rating. Up. Morning star. It would depend on who was doing the setting up, if I trusted them or not. I mean, the try- girl, don't trust them. Yeah. Yeah, girls girl always would never overrate their friends. So what's your... What's and you your- know, I've had, we had a lot of theories about this. Sorry to interrupt you, Craig, right. but we had a lot of people email us about why is it that women are always the ones trying to... They're always trying to set up their friends. Everything's because a when, matchmaking because deal. Because when women are happy, they want all their friends to be just as happy as they are. I think it's they're because... They're like wanting to spread the no, wealth. No, no, no. I don't think that's true. No, they're they wanting to pair everybody up yeah, so you can go true. out together. That's true. They don't want, I think their, they see, they don't want the friends to stay single. Right. And I think they fun. see they see married single... I mean, they see married single guys. I mean, deep too. hypnosis. <laughs> oh, God. That too. They see uh, single guys as a threat to oh, monogamy God. everywhere. Right. What? Women? I don't know what I'm saying anymore, but anyway, <laughs> they want everyone to be be married. They want everyone to have the same status they have. Beaten? Yes. <laughs> Shackled. Can't believe you said that. Shackled. Of all people to say that. Beaten down. Well, you know, so it's just a euphemism for happy. <laughs> huh. Huh. Never heard that Very one. Very confused. Well, I like, I like this. I, Is this a stock shot, or did you shoot that? Shot it. You did? Uh, that's, yeah. That's a shot, yeah. yeah. Was it really cold in that workout room? No. Just looks that way. A little Photoshop. Yeah. They just put those in afterwards. <laughs> that's called... That's post-production. Uh, little that's, drop shadow. That's called digital pasties. Uh, so, Davey. What a great filter in Photoshop. Yeah. Are you going to uh, do any online dating? Are you going to dabble in that? Well, I, I have a girlfriend. You've done that, so, haven't you? But I, yeah, I have you done do Did you meet her? You met her that way. No, I met her in person. Oh, it was another then, one that you met yeah, that way. I, you know, it, it's gotten to the point where it's de-stigmatized. And it shouldn't be stigmatized. Yeah. Well, you know, back, you know... In it's easier the, than going to bars. Yeah, back in the right? mid-90s when it, you know, first started becoming popular, it was always creepy, like, oh, you met online? But now so many people meet online that it's kind of a accepted way of meeting people. So do you yeah. have a MySpace website yet? Yeah. I mean, MySpace hey, isn't... My, I got one of those. I get I drag so much out of that. Well, MySpace <laughs> MySpace isn't strictly a dating site though. It's like a stalking. network. It's a networking and stalking site. <laughs> but it's not like Match.com or you know one of those other ones. Didn't MySpace get, isn't a dating website. It's used and for it's that. It's a hookup website. It's a hookup isn't it? site. It can be used yeah, for that. That's what I think it is. More and less, isn't it? There are plenty of people that use it for that purpose exclusively. The guy that devised it didn't he sell that for like. 100 million bucks? Yeah, and they still haven't upgraded the servers. Yeah, it's the worst thing ever. It's always down for maintenance, and it always runs at a snail's pace. It's horrible. Sometimes I'd rather play Pac-Man than wait for my pages to load. So you have pictures of when you were... <laughs> I always have that up there. Yeah, whenever the, whenever the MySpace server is down, it says, you know, down for routine maintenance, and then they have Pac-Man. Up there, so you can play Pac-Man if you just oh, wait, right. wait, wait back around online. For, the, right? for the site to come That's back what you on. call in the business value added. <laughs> Let's start a Rick Arnett MySpace website. See if we can't get you a little. I'll, I'll get one beaten. when I'll get one yeah, when I'm fifty. Beaten. Get you a little less beaten. <laughs> I'll get one when I'm fifty. Well, the thing is, you have to. MySpace is real annoying. Everybody. 
trying so hard to define themselves with, I like this and this and this, and I like this band, this band, and these movies are great, and these... It's all, you know, and then, I don't know, it's just annoying. Everyone's and they're always so, like, uh, so what's your, like, they're always camera phone shots huh? taken at like, the website. perfect angle. Uh-huh. So even okay. like the ugliest person what do I go to has MySpace.com? some redeeming shot right. right there. What's your MySpace website? Here, I'll show you. Yeah. Wait, Wait you don't announce it? No. Why not? Come on, you get hit. Come on, you get hit. No, I don't want hit. <laughs> Why not? What do you want? You want an anonymous website that nobody goes to? Yes. It's just I know Davey's link to my MySpace, MySpace account. It's just your digital diary? or what? I own the rant.com. Is that your... <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the, the bio Ooh, and, and the sales pitch. And it's so combined. listen, uh, listen it's at the uh, little-known Euro bands or whatever Dave's following these okay, days. It's so what uh, does he say? It's, he's got a, uh, a quote. It's a he's probably purged line. all alt-country. That's it's so, a, you know, seven years ago. It's a fine line between clever and stupid. Where's that picture taken at? Spinal Tap reference. He's got his latest. Uh, at uh, the Fair Park. I noticed you got the over-the-shoulder look. It wasn't a coke it wasn't a posed there, by the way. photo. It was a candid photo. It's total posed. It posed candid. He hired a photographer to go, hey, will you go hey. come down to Fair Park and shoot Watch me? 105 friends. Thank you. Thank you very How'd much. How'd you count those all? It, it, it automatically counts them for you. So anybody that tells you how your, popular you are. Yeah, he didn't count them and then put them on. All right, here's, I have 105 friends. Boy, okay, here's an about me. Overachieving underachiever. Functioning Perfect. alcoholic. Good. Unapologetic elitist, indie yuppie. Why don't you apologize for that? Yeah, you should apologize no, for being I'm an elitist. Apologizing, Dave. You know, if you keep being an elitist, your whole world's going to come crashing down. You realize you're setting yourself up for a huge fall. Maybe you'll never be as good as you want to be. I, I've, I have resigned myself to that fact. Okay, that I'm never going to achieve what I want to achieve, and I'm, I'm going to be bitter and old. No, just lower your expectations. That's why it's adjust what you want to achieve. <laughs> I mean, let it be okay for you just to be a guy. What else to say on there? <laughs> you need to you need to mark this because it's it, it's interesting reading. Really? He's got uh, <laughs> six blogs. Six. Yeah, uh, six blog blogs? entries. Blog, oh, blog entries. entries. Oh, okay, Bearbuck Mountain, ACL, Victor, Vickery Park, Damned MySpace, and Coachella. Or his latest blogs. He's got a hundred people he'd like to meet. He's got a thousand bands he likes. Who do you want to meet? I, I haven't read too much of this. Sasquatch. Because it's, Oh, yeah, I did read this because I laughed at Sasquatch. I do remember that. Larry Hagman's first liver. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, so uh, that's good. You're going for comedy and not really going for... Ooey blog. Uh, look how interesting I am because these are my interests. Yeah, I can't. I can't take myself that seriously. It's vomitous. I'll tell you what would be an interesting search is who has the most hits on MySpace. Oh mm. gosh, there's a it's, lot. It's with, probably some, a lot of celebs. It's a band. It's it's probably either a band or some like bikini model. Can you put advertising on it? No, I don't think you can. On your particular yeah. page, it's your page, well, right? You can't. Some people post like banner ads for their like external websites, you know. And but I think that once they sniff those out, they shut those sites oh, they down. Do. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to. But no. like, there's a. I know there's like one. I can't remember where it was. Somehow I ended up jumping from somebody who was a friend of mine to a friend of theirs, friend of theirs, and I ended up on like Amy Mann's website or something like that, and they had like five thousand friends or something. Yeah, huge. Some huge number. Hmm. He's got a lot of people make comments about him. Good. 
It's funny. good. They're fun. It's very funny. It's nice to raise I've awareness. Never, I've it's, never it's been. It's a huge time killer. MySpace is a it huge. Is. Isn't, time the, killer. isn't that what the internet is? Yeah. I mean, in total. But I mean, you can just you can just surf. You know, you can click on one person's profile and then find somebody else in their list of friends and click on that, and then you'll just be endlessly away from that original person, and you can just go for hours just. Reading about random people. So it's the six degrees like, of David Lane. Yeah, it's it's internet stalking. It's just like it's virtual Sorry. people watching. Huh. Interesting. Funny. All right. So I still haven't found the point to it yet. The only time There's I no go point. on there is just to approve friend request, see if I've got any new mail, and I can, I don't even read the comments anymore because people have loaded it up with such multimedia content that I can't load it well, all. You can, and, you can block multimedia. You need oh, to go. Really? You need to go through and delete comments. And then you need to, you can set your preferences and you can block any HTML or multimedia in comments. Really? And then you can also uh, well, set it up to it. where comments have to be approved by you. So they don't automatically go onto your page that you have yeah, to Yeah, but I don't want to sit there and approve them. things. So well, how, do, how do people find you, though? Is it all by links between other people? Well, there, there's different search functions and stuff. Oh, there is? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you have to go by your name? What annoys no. me, though, is I can't. I can't plow through all my friends and see who all my friends are because there's no real searchable... Like, I can't filter through my friends. Hey, I want to see everyone that lives in Dallas. I want to see everyone that lives in Fort Worth. I don't think it works, but they, you know, that browse function, supposedly you are supposed to be able to just search your network. Like, you're... you're but I don't want to search my network. I just want to search my friends. Well, that's what I'm saying. Your immediate oh. friend circle. But I don't, I've never gotten it to work, so... Interesting. Screw all me. right, well, good... Don't uh, waste time with it. No. It's boring. Stay tuned for uh, two tickers in a row. Sure. Hey, coming up next, uh, I guess you guys are leaving. Yes. I, I, I'm actually I had, leaving, too. I feel horrible today. I know. I am so sick. Why? Well, I, I, I had got an, the cold. I, I feel so an, fluey. I had an encounter this morning, and I just, I wonder if you've ever been haunted Ab by abducted? a person. No, haunted by a person, because I, I have a story about being haunted next. Yes. I have been haunted. Dallas, Fort Worth, KTDK Sanger. David Lane. And I thought Corby was maybe going to show up or something. Didn't he, he tell he was this time? Well, didn't he tell you, like, last week that he didn't officially quit and that he didn't... He never told me that. But we were talking da, about da, that... Da, da, da. We were talking about that at last week's show. Were that, we? That he didn't officially quit. Oh. Well, welcome back, Corby. But he's not here today. Yeah, well, whatever. Now, Corby is... Um, 
he's had some. He had to leave for family reasons. That guy's not out. So I figured he probably wouldn't be here today. Did he really? Yeah, he's got stuff going on. Oh, dear. I um, love cream. Like immediate family? Not nuclear family. Okay, good. Yeah. So, anyway, so I knew Corby wouldn't make it here. But we're here. We're here to have fun with you, the three R, in our rant final. This is our final countdown to... Uh, did you hear the version of Final Countdown we played? No. Do you have that? Yeah. Look up Final Countdown in there, and there's a version that uh, <laughs> I posted on GordonKeith.com, too. Uh, we'll get to go with Ticket.com. <laughs> so, uh, it is, it's like this German band. And they're at like a, looks like a church picnic. It's coming out in a parking lot, and it's just horrible. Listen to this. black outfits and nice. stuff. Nice. So is this like a recent video or is this like circa the 80s? No, I think this is more recent. Crank it up. That was one of the best fills I've ever heard. It's a good solo right here. <laughs> oh, wow. That's powerful. Do we have to listen to all of it? Yep. Why? Because it makes me smile. Because I think they're pretty good. You get to sign them to your label. Yep. Don't make fun of them. I will punch you. I'll punch you. 
please. Wait, play it again. There was no, hey, 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 stop it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so we need to do a little on-air producing. Are we going, are we, did we blow something out or are we? Yeah, we're going to go to 45, uh, right? Yeah, we're going to just two more spots on yeah. that one. Okay. All right, uh, so David, you saw something this morning and you're haunted. Have yes. we set up the show enough? You ran, Dave Lane, Gordon Keith, we're here with you until noon today. 214-787-1310 Gordon is, sick. is our telephone number. I am sick as a dog. I he might die fluish. before the show ends. I don't feel totally fluish, but I, it's the onset. I feel all achy. Have you taken anything? The neck is stiff. Well, you know what? I, I'm attempting the Zycam. You ever heard anything about this? No. You have one for your computer? A Zycam? No, it's like this uh, something that you... It's homeopathic. So I figure, you know, well, there, you're slightly uh, gay. I, there was... Uh, a friend of mine recommended some cold remedy. It's like the number one cold remedy in France. It's these little capsules that you like empty out onto your tongue it's like all these little pellets does that sound familiar i can't no oxacillin or something oxacillin would be some sort of a antibiotic wouldn't it i don't know i don't know so it's not that but it is homeopathic there's amoxicillin no it's <laughs> but all the cillins are, are like with occ oxycontin no oh i don't I guess remember that's what it was OX. I don't know, David, but I just don't feel well. But that's neither here nor there. I'm here to work, okay? You're going to power through it, aren't you? I am. you damn straight I am. It's because you're a professional. All right, now you woke up this morning and something happened to you and you feel haunted? Well, I, I asked the question earlier, have you ever been haunted by a person Okay. in your life? Now, I'm probably going to need a little bit more information to define this. Well, But like the, someone I have killed that I feel is somehow... No, not, not, okay. li not like... Uh, uh, the telltale heart or anything kind of okay. like that. I'm talking about like a person that maybe... Who's in that? Heath Ledger? No. Okay. I, I don't think it's been adapted into a film yet. Oh, well, I only know films. Okay. Don't, don't go all literary on me. <clears throat> so it, maybe it's a person that you knew or a person that you encountered or even a person that you just saw. You know, a person mm -hmm. that you never even met, never even were an acquaintance with. But somehow your worlds just keep intersecting. Okay. That, you know, just as soon as you think that you're never going to see that person again, you run into them somewhere. Mm -hmm. And they just keep revolving around you and just haunting you. Right. Just for whatever reason. I think reason. that's God trying to tell you something. You think so? Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? <clears throat> uh, you know, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, there are some people that I go, you know, what are the odds that I would keep running into this person again? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's totally random. Yeah. Well, there, there's this girl. This dates back to, gosh, the late 90s when I was full throttle Davy. Wouldn't I define full throttle Davy? Um, going out five nights a week, power drinking most of those nights. Uh, closing down the barley house. Coming home and... Rubbing one out. But not being able to complete it. Yeah, just... Just wake up. 
wake up with my junk in my hand. So, you know, this this was a, a very... <laughs> it's always the worst. It's always, you just feel so disgusted by yourself. Just wake up to the sign of incompletion. Jurgens all over the nightstand. Yeah. So, the the DVD menu still rolling in loop right. on the television. <laughs> so, this was a very dark time for me. Yes. And I spent a good deal of it trolling for someone to complete me at the Barley House. Uh-huh. And... So, it's fine. Just It was distracting me. Just a little too high. It's funny. So, there was this girl at Barley House that I would always see there. I think she, she was younger than me. She was... I think she was a... Most people are now. Yeah, that's true. Most... Like, 99% of the people on MySpace. Um, but I think she was like an SMU student or something. Mm-hmm. But she was always in Barley House with her friends. Cute. Deadly cute. Mm-hmm. And I actually, like, you know, talked to her occasionally. Uh, but never to the point where, you know, we had, like, a rapport or anything. And I remember I did ask her out one time. Oh, no. And she kind of hedged and said, well, you know, I'm actually, you know, moving out of town, you know, soon. And I don't, you know, we probably won't have an opportunity. She never moved. Right. Um, and then I think I saw her like a month later and I was like, you know, so we're going to go out or what? Oh, you got threatened? Yeah, yeah. I bowed up to her. <laughs> so anyway, this girl, let's just call her Alex because okay. that's her name. Oh, David. Um, she is known in my circle of friends as the beer in the purse girl. Because there was one she night... fit a beer down there? No. Oh. There was one night at the Barley House where it was particularly crowded. This was back in the Barley heyday when mm-hmm. everybody went there. And I was standing there with a full pint, and she was there kind of at the bar, you know, talking with all her friends, and I was walking by, and we kind of made eye contact, and you know, I was like, hey, how you doing? And we were just kind of talking for a second, and then one of her friends, like, said something to her, and so she kind of turned away from me, and right at that moment, somebody was walking behind me and hit my elbow... That, oh, you know, no. of the arm that was holding my drink, and I went I po- into her purse. I poured like accidentally poured like half a pint into her purse. Uh huh. And so, <laughs> and she turns back around, and I just kind of ended the conversation right there and left. and left. Didn't tell her. Didn't tell her. <laughs> and I d- eventually did fess up. Like a year or two later, I saw her out again, and I said, you know, I really need to apologize. You know, there was a time that we. You know, ran into each other here, and I dumped half a beer in your purse, and I'm really sorry. And she was like, I don't even remember that. So it wasn't like in anything that she... Right, she didn't associate it with you. Yeah. But she was a girl that I always held on a pedestal that, you know, gosh, if I could only go out with this girl. Well, since then... Is she the one causing these sweat rings up under your... No, well, I always What's get... What's happening I always, there? I always get the rant sweats. You know that. You call them the rant sweats? Yeah. Does it make you nervous to be on the air? No, it's just always... To be around me? It's always stifling. Wherever this studio is always stifling to me. Okay, go ahead. So, I've like every six months or eight months, like clockwork, I see her somewhere. 
It sounds like clockwork. Very accurate. Every six or eight months. Well, you know what I'm saying. Somewhere in there. And so I was at Starbucks this morning getting some coffee coming on, uh, coming into work. Mm. And, you know, I, I'm leaving the register to go put, you know, cream and sugar in my coffee. And she's right there in line. Still looks good. Still looks great. And, you know, I saw her like probably six months before at uh, Vickery Park. And then probably... Are you talking to her every time? No, I never say anything to her anymore. I mean, it's... But don't you think that this is the grace of God bringing you guys together? No, no. She hates me. Or does she? No, she hates me, but it's gotten to the point... Why do you think she hates you? Why it, do you say that? It's gotten to the point where I don't think if I said anything to her, she would even remember remotely who the hell I am. You know, it's, it's drifted to the point where she's just this other human that I recognize and she doesn't recognize me and it's, it's just torturous. I wish that she would just go away. Cause she Why? Because she just reminds me of those dark, dark times. Well, you ought to talk to her. And say what? I don't know. Say sorry for the sweat rings. Hope these aren't offending you. <laughs> are these offending you? Yes, they are. You're wearing a, a, a light gray shirt, and there's those big dark gray patches that just... Well, can you hit the thermostat over there? Well, no, because I don't want it any colder. I'm, I'm wearing a jacket over here. I don't think that has anything to do with the temperature inside the room. I think you would be on Antarctica, and if someone shoved a mic in front of your face, you'd start maybe so. Sweat maybe, rings. maybe this is uh, my reaction to being on the program with you. <laughs> well, I think we got to, you know, give me her number. I'll, I'll go I don't out have with her, her and number. I'll talk with her. And I don't have her number, and I don't want to get with her. And she has a, you know, she has this dude who's way better than I am. So, uh, why do you think he's better than you? Because he has money. That doesn't make someone better. He's a blue blood. I can tell. So, I've usurped many a blue blood in my life. Have you? Yes. Have you? Yes. You mean example? An example? Yeah. Of usurping a blue blood. Uh, like me getting a girl to cheat on a blue blood boyfriend. Yeah. That's happened before. Really? Yeah. And I'm not proud of it. Yeah, you are. I'm slightly proud of it, but, uh, but nothing I would really say on the air, I guess. I'm telling you, every girl can be got. All you have to do is have to have some good chat. No. See, I've gotten to the point where, and I, you know, I have a girlfriend, and, and it's great. And so it's not like I'm, I'm looking or anything, but just I, I've come to understand, you know, how people just look right together? Mm-hmm. That you would not look right with her? No. That I, I've just, I've come to determine that there's just a certain kind of girl that, works for me and she's beer in the purse girl is not in that universe but don't you want one of kind of every girl to oh yeah most of life sure would love that but it's not going to happen i think you sell yourself short day yeah, but one segment ago you were telling me to be who i am and be realistic about the fact that i'm just going to be a guy but the deal is is that more than anything else a woman can sense whether you're comfortable in your own skin and if you're comfortable in your own skin, you will be attractive to many different people. Am I attractive to you? Men and No, you're not comfortable in your own skin. It's you the, try it's, too it's hard. It's the pit stains, isn't it? The pit stains are, are indicative of that, yes. I mean, it's obvious that your essence is trying to seep out of your skin right now. It's trying to escape. It's trying to escape your skin. You're not comfortable in your skin. 
All right, 1050 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. We continue this on the other side with your phone calls next. KTCK Dallas Fort Worth, KTDK Sanger. Sports Radio 13. Greatest song of all time. We couldn't wait for success, so we just went on without it. Is this Hanson? Yeah. Did they ever put out a third record? I know they I'm put out a idea. second record. All I know is it's kind of annoying that you know how many bands have passed on this melody? They really said, well, it's too trite and, you know. It's too overused. This is just kind of a one-four-five progression, you know, standard. And they all passed on it, but these guys were so young, they didn't know that you're supposed to pass on it, so they put it out. And, of course, it sells like gangbusters because it's real catchy. Because there is a science to music, and this is the most catchy melody there is. Oh, one-four-five well, business. And they could also get away with it because they were young and naive right. and cute. You remember the first time you saw them? Did you think one of them was real cute? Yeah. And then you found out it was a boy? Mm-hmm. All right, 1059 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Is there someone in your life that has always haunted you? A person who you tend to run into, maybe you see them, you don't ever speak to them, but they've always caught your eye and maybe they, I guess they must live around your neighborhood. Sometimes they don't. You know, did you ever see, um, oh, what was that? Uh, I Heart Huckabees? You know, I have that movie. I've tried to struggle through it a couple times. I hated that movie. I really did. I thought it was so overrated. But there was that theme in there. That's another MySpace favorite. I someone, Heart Huckabee's? Yeah, someone using that as their cover charge for you to get into their little inner sanctum. I love I love Huckabee's and, or I Heart Huckabee's. And but there is that. Rest Development and there Tenacious is, D. There is that theme, though, throughout that movie that there's that, that uh, African exchange student like nigerian exchange right. student that he keeps seeing and he's like you know how do i know that guy why is that guy in my life you know mm -hmm. and you know so it's not always necessarily a, a, a crush right. or a sexual thing it's just a weird coincidence that you right. keep running into the same person i have a couple of those people right now in my life that i always tend to see that i keep trying to figure out where i know them from because i know i know them yeah i i and they never seem to recognize me at I all i am so terrible with names I, I can't I can't retain names unless I really get to know a person. You know, I can't retain water either with those sweat rings. I know. Just get off the sweat rings. Okay, I'm sorry. They're just distracting me. I'll, I'll just pin my arms <laughs> so you can't see them. But, you know, I, I admit that I'm, I wish I was better with names and I make an effort when I meet people to try and remember their names. But, you know, someone who is just a casual acquaintance, I can meet them 10 times and still not remember their names. Right. But I have a real... I don't know the names of any of my friends' wives, even to this day. That's not, all, that's not true. Oh. But I have, a, I have a wicked memory for faces. I can see a person once and then five years later see them again and I will know that I know them and maybe I can place them, maybe I can't. But I always remember faces. And it is frustrating when you see someone... Well, not Nigerian ones. Well, that's yeah, true. It's kind of... A blur. They all look run the same. together. All right, 214-787-1310 is the telephone number. You ran into this girl this morning. Her name is Alex, and you didn't say anything to her. No. She was with her dude. You okay? What? Did I belch? Your throat made a noise. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. So you didn't say anything? There was no recognition from her end, and so you just went on? I'm not sure. Uh, maybe there was faint recognition, like, 
oh, crap, I hope this guy doesn't say anything to me. <laughs> this is the guy I lied to and told I was moving out of the country. Yeah. Who knows? She may look at you and try to avoid you because she's so embarrassed by that stupid lie she told. Yeah. You can't really get inside the other person's head to know what they're really thinking. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket with Rant AM, boys, listeners. Yes. Yes, this is Alex. Oh, it's oh, Alex. Hi. The, the very girl hi. that you keep running into, David. I just, I just happened to pick up the phone, and I was on the ticket. And, I mean, it's oh, so boy, this does seem on. like fate. Wow. Ooh. I'm haunting you, too, by the way. Oh, see, she yeah. is haunting you. All right, well, yeah. thanks for the call, Alex. We really don't have a lot of time well, to talk to you. I just I just wanted to say that um, I do love you, and, and the only prerequisite I have for men I date is that they're they're not adopted. Oh. Oh, see. So we're just star-crossed. Right yeah. yeah. So are we going to hook up or what? Well, well, I'm no, adopted. Alex. I'm sorry, yeah, Alex. Yeah, bad news on that front. Oh. Is she crying or haunting? Maybe a little of both. Yeah. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Hey, guys, what's going on? Who's this? Oh, this is Dirty Dead God, Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're going to go ahead and let you go there. Uh, I guess he does you... haunt all of us in some way. Huh. Or maybe um, maybe that's more just the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The Holy Spirit haunts you. That's why they call it the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket with Rant. Don't you ever hang up on Dirty Dead God Jesus. You understand oh me? Oh, my gosh. What's going on? <laughs> He's a split personality. Yeah, it's Mr. <laughs> D. When he gets mad, he turns into a black person, which you know that God could never do that. I thought Jesus was black. No, God could never be mad. I do think Jesus was black. You know, there's this show out called Book of Daniel. You heard about that? Yeah. Protesting on yeah. ABC. I watched a little bit of it. Anyway, Jesus keeps appearing to this Episcopal priest. It's kind of about the Episcopal priest's life. So Jesus appears to him, and he's so white bread, crazy Jesus. And I know their, their point is probably, well, it appears to him because that's the image he grew up with looking at it. But I would have thought it would have been great casting if they had made him, you know, Middle Eastern looking. Right. Like Jesus was. More brown skinned. Yeah. Darker Talk features. Talk with an accent. <laughs> Always the random threat of violence from him. I on Sports Radio thirteen ten the ticket. I don't think Jesus ever made that sound. <laughs> He's not, not. Hi, how are you? Good. Yeah, I got the same problem with the name deal. I cannot remember anybody's name for the life of me. And the problem with running into people, I had an ex girlfriend. After we broke up, I must have ran into her everywhere I went for like a year. Isn't it torturous? You know, that's weird. It was to- it was it was horrible. Because we kind of had the same circle of friends. So everywhere I'd go out, she'd be there. And you always, when that starts to happen, when it's like an ex-girlfriend or something, when that starts to happen, then you have that dread. Every time, Every time you go to a place where you think they might be, you're like, oh, crap, I hope I don't see them. And I really hope they're not with somebody so-and-so. new. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what surprised me is there's been girls that I've broken up with that I always expected to see again and then never did. I'm like, gosh, I don't understand. We maybe they run in the same circles and we do the same, go to the same places, yet I, I've never seen her again. Maybe you broke them down so much that they just off themselves. Let's hope so. Hi, you're on the ticket. Yeah, hey, uh, what exactly does taint mean? It's a good question. A question I think we can all agree on, sir. Yeah, it's been bothering me lately. All right. Take care. Thank you. Okay. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Peter's 
Schofield here. Oh, hey. Oh, I don't want to go to a call then. Yeah, what do we have? 11.06 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Indeed, G-R-A-M. Say, Gordon Keith here along with Dave Lane, 1114 on Sports Radio 1310. The ticket, you get the rant going till noon today. All right, Dave, are we finished with your little gal, Alex, who's been taunting you? Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm going to throw up. Oh, God. Uh, <clears throat> oh, God. <clears throat> I don't know. It just sounded weird. I have a few stories, but I'm going to save them for the musers. What? Yep. That's wrong. You're cheating the rant listener. Well, they're not that great of rant stories. They're too In other words, they're not good enough to be on the rant. <clears throat> they're too thoughtful. Yeah, they deserve to be on the musers. That's right. Um, it's NPR, Gordon. Uh, he thinks that sort of thing. What do you like more, talking serious or joking around in your life? Uh, generally joking around. Occasionally being serious, but mostly... More laughter uh, involved yeah. in that. Mostly, uh, wasting time. Okay, here's something for you. I guess there's, it's a movie now. Is there a movie called The Notebook, or is it just a book still? Which one? The Notebook, Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, it was a movie. Okay. You seen it? No. Okay. It's a, it's like... The chick flick of all chick flicks. Like, every girl that I know who has seen it has seen it multiple times and cries every time they see it. Okay, yeah. So, I hear some girls talking about it. So, I say, uh, and I knew that I had, you know, bought it one time from some discount shelf that had a bunch of titles that I recognized. So, I thought, well, this is more current stuff. I'll just get a bunch of these and then pick through it when I get the chance. So, I had it. So, I pick it off the shelf and I decide, okay, I'll start reading this. So far, I just don't get it. How, how far in are you? You know what I find a lot of times is that a story can be good, but the writer is not very good. And this story may end up turn out being great. But the, just the words and just, you know... The picture some, isn't the, painted the way you expected it to be? Just the writing seems kind of pedestrian to me. And I expect that if a book is really, really famous, that the writing is going to be really, really good. Is it a stylistic thing? Like you just don't happen to enjoy that particular style of writing? Or do you honestly think it's just not that good? I honestly think it's not that good. Now this one isn't near as bad as like Dan Brown, who just appalled me when I remember reading him for the first time. Is he the, the Da Vinci Code oh, guy? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but still, I just... I, who is he I written? was always under... What has he written? Dan Brown? What has he written? Yeah. What books has he written? Um... So, I, I don't know. And I, admittedly, I'm an uneducated guy on this kind of stuff. I could be reading great writing, and I'm like, well, it doesn't seem great to me. But it just doesn't seem great to me. Are you a fan of uh, David Sedaris? Yeah, he's funny. He's a funny and a good writer. Yeah. Both. I need, you know what? I've, I've said this for a decade now, that I need to be a better reader. Just a, a more informed reader, a more up-to-date, habitual reader. Oh, I'm, I'm one of the world's worst readers. 
and I'm a horrible reader. I have not, I've not cracked open a book in at least probably a year, like meaningful reading. And, you know, and I have books that I like started and stopped, and I have books that have been given to me that I haven't even gotten to yet. I guess I'm just a I'm, bad I'm, person. I'm too preoccupied with work and television to devote time to reading, and that's just a crime. Hmm. Well, I'll let you know how the notebook goes. I'm only 25 pages into it. I don't think that's enough to pass judgment. Yeah, probably not. But, so, you know, some stories, of course, like, uh, you know, Da Vinci Code was a good enough story that it compelled you because it's a silly little mystery. It involves, you know. Does that come out in theaters this summer? I think so, yeah. Think it'll be huge, or do you think it'll fall flat? Well, I got what Ron Howard directing it and Tom yeah. Hanks in it. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty huge. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to do well. Two one four seven eight seven thirteen ten is the telephone number. Hi, you're on Sports Radio thirteen ten. The ticket. Hey man, hey. you guys are talking about the Notebook. Yeah, I got a comment on that. Okay, the film. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Or well, what he was just saying was that it's like a chick flick of all time. Uh huh. Actually. If you're in the doghouse with your wife and you want to get out, that's a great movie to get out of the doghouse with. Sit there, cuddle, and you're out of the doghouse instantly. Really? Now, is oh, it, yeah. Is it just because you took the time to watch it with her, or are there things in the movie that will make her like appreciate, appreciate you more? Her relationship. Yeah, it, it, there, a little bit of both. There are things in the movie that will you know, make her appreciate you more, but mostly because you took the time to go rent it, sit down and watch it with her and, and, and watch the whole thing with her and she's like, do you love me that much? She's like, yeah, baby, yeah, I love you that much. Of course I do. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you watch it with her, you're instantly out of the doghouse. I mean, you know, just, and, and she'll love you for it. Trust me. All right, thanks for the advice. Hi, you're on Sports, oh, my gosh. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Hey, this is my question. Y'all talking about reading and stuff? Uh-huh. <laughs> How come all books can't just be put in audio form? What's the difference? I mean, school books, man, any kind of book, they should have an audio form. You can learn a hell of a lot faster. You could get a degree a hell of a lot faster if you didn't have to sit down. And I always fall asleep when I read. You know, I have to totally disagree with you there. There's something, there's something about literacy that, that needs to be put in the equation. Well, I think that uh, I think reading a book by yourself is a totally different experience because the voice is much more accurate. It's your internal voice that's reading it. And I can't tell you how many times I've read a book and then heard part of it on tape, and, and I'm thinking this, this, totally this actor way. has the cadence completely wrong from what this writer was writing this. Right. Now, of course, I may have it completely wrong, too, but I, did. I had the cadence that worked in my mind. I've never really been, like, a, a fan of Books on tape, but, you know, I always, when the, they first started coming out, I just thought, God, this is just the laziest, dumbest idea. But then I actually did listen to, I think it was, it was like on a road trip and somebody had like a Grisham novel or something. Yeah, I did that too, and I enjoyed the heck out of it. Yeah, and it was really, really cool. I mean, you know, so I don't begrudge anyone for enjoying books on tape, but I don't think that you need to just dismiss the actual printed word. Some of them are good, some of them are bad. Hi, you're on the ticket. Okay, guys, I'm going to give you one more chance. Okay. Don't you dare hang up on Dirty Dick Guys. Okay, hey. Hi, you're on the ticket. You're on the ticket. Do you think, or could the argument be made that if you're arguing, 
um, about whether a writer's good if he's communicating right and it sucks a bunch of people into the, the story. Is that a good writer? Whether stylistically you, you think they're good or not? Right. Yeah, there's two different things. It's like, are there good storytellers and is that different than being a good writer? Yeah. And then I guess a great writer would be one who can combine the the mechanics of it and the, the, the actual wording of it with the storytelling right. of it. Well, are you looking for poetry and, and you know, or, or a poetic prose in, in their way that they're writing? Or is it just the ability to tell a good story? You know, it's both. It's like Dan Brown. You know, he told a good story with Da Vinci Code. It was interesting. But yeah. the way he wrote it was almost distracting to that story to me. Whereas, you know, you can read... To me, like one of the greatest writers that I just am wowed by his sentences is, is Scott Fitzgerald. I mean, I can well, read yeah, him. I felt like amazing. I was with Dan Brown. I felt like I, you know, I was in this. So I, I guess it's just a, it's a personal opinion. Yeah. Um, between you and me, but it's interesting how how a writer can speak differently to somebody else. Yeah, that's true. Thanks. Stay hard. How do we get on book talk? That's the most boring know. thing to ever do, I guess. <laughs> it's NPR Gordon. Yeah, NPR Gordon. Well, let's, let's before we uh, before we figure out what we're going to do next. Um, kind of the opposite of book talk is celebrity talk. Yes. Have you heard the the latest news about uh, the hottest couple in the world? Jolie Pitt. Yeah, literally and figuratively. I guess they're the the hottest couple in the world. About him adopting her Hispanic babies, Cambodian babies. No, this is fresher than that news. Oh, really? Yeah. So, right now, this is the news I have. Jolie is pregnant with Brad Pitt's baby, uh -huh. and he has, they have changed the legal names of these children, but he has not adopted them yet. No. Now, which, what? which story, or which angle do you think this story is about? Do you think it's about the adoption or the pregnancy? The pregnancy. You're correct. Okay. The uh, London Sun is reporting that uh, Angelina Jolie is expecting twins. Oh, my goodness. And if they're fraternal twins, male and female, and they're looking for the hottest person to couple with on the planet, they're going to end up having grincest? Is that what you're saying? That's what it sounds like to me, David. That's the only conclusion we can reach here. But they're saying, you know, Jolie is 30. I guess maybe she's uh, been feeling her biological clock ticking, and they're saying that, that there's speculation that she's been undergoing fertility treatments, and that may have assisted the, the uh. conception of twins. But this is still all conjecture. We don't know for sure. Yeah, pure speculation, which is the best form of celebrity news. Yeah, that's true. So wasn't Brad Pitt the guy that you chose if you had to choose a guy? Yeah, I think I chose Brad Pitt, and I think Corby had uh, chosen Johnny, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, yeah. And I chose a bullet. You always go last in those scenarios. You make us choose, and then you just commit suicide. That greatness of me. Hi, you're on the ticket. Oh, sorry. Hi, you're on sports. Hi, you're on sports radio. Thirteen ten. The ticket. Did they be there? Oh, oh hey, it's, it's Stoma, Stoma man. man. Hey guys, how are y'all? This is the guy that I asked Davey for a hug back in eighth grade at Christmas at a Dillard's one time. I've never seen Stoma man since then, but I guess he does haunt me on the ranch. Yeah. I was just calling to let you know not to feel bad about your sweat rig. Oh, yes, oh. Davey. See, you're sitting here. Davey hates himself because he has sweat rings. And here, this guy on the other line with us has a stoma and is in a wheelchair. I get sweat rings around my stoma when I'm nervous. Oh, you do? You, you have sweat bubbling out of your stoma? I'm not. that bubbles up, yes. Oh. Now, do you have to swim on your back all the time? Yes, I have to do the back stroke. I can't do the side stroke. You're, 
You ever come arcing out of the water and blow the blowhole? I don't know how to do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guess the wheelchair. Yeah, the wheelchair and everything. Well, how was your holidays? You know, we just went through Christmas and New Year's again. I had a Merry Christmas. How about you guys? Oh, isn't that... That's that's, That's nice. Yeah, that makes me happy that you had a Merry Christmas. I knew it would warm your heart. It did. It sure did. Did you get anything good for Christmas? Well, I asked for Santa to bring me a new modified wheelchair so I could enter the Zoma Special Olympics. You wanted a new bottom to your wheelchair? A new modified wheelchair. He wanted to enter the Stoma Special Olympics, which I didn't even know existed. Yeah. Wasn't aware of those, the Stoma Games? The Stoma Games of 2006. Oh, really? What events do they have? Well, they have the snorkel event is the most popular. Snorkel event, yeah. 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 I, I was champion of my state back in 82. You were the champion of your state back in 82. What state was that? The state of Texas. Why didn't you just say that then? Well, because I wanted to make it feel like Texas was my state because I lead a very lonely life and I don't have anything to belong to do. But thank you very much for taking it away from me. Oh, no. What did you take away from him? I didn't understand half of that, David. I, I don't know, but he just turned on What us. did Davey take away from you? You tried to take away the state of Texas from me. Oh, David, you tried I, to take I, the I state of such Texas thing. away from Stone Man. Yeah, David, I think you need to answer that. I've never thought that ever about stomas. I feel really so bad right now. Oh, Oh, you feel so bad. Well, Stoma Man, we love you. And you're one of our favorite callers here on the rant. Well, that makes me all warm and fuzzy again. Thank you so much. Well, good. And we hope you have a happy year this year. And I hope you win all the events that you want to in the Stoma Olympics. Thank you so much. I hope you guys have a great day. Oh, thank you, Stoma Man. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. What? God bless you. Bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye. Okay, <laughs> bye-bye, bye-bye Stoma Man. See, he's such a nice guy, he David. Is. He really is. He to quit turning on. 11:27 on the ticket. Don't be a baby. Hear Avery Johnson's No More Tears formula for the Mavs. Wednesdays at 1110 with Norm Hitzkiss. Brought to you by North Texas GMC dealers, the American Airlines Center, and Sports Radio 13. Hey, all right. It's my favorite song. Hey. Oh, hey, Chris. Chris. Hey, how are you? How's sales Good. going? Man, sales are kicking ass. A lot of outside sales. What does that mean, by the way? I mean, outside sales. That means you're, like, calling on outside customers. Well, what is inside sales? Um, like calling on yourself to buy your own product? I think calling on established accounts, maybe. I don't know. Huh. Okay. Just trying to learn your business world, David. Uh, I'm not in the business world. Yes, you are. 214-787-1310 is the telephone number here at Sports Radio 1310. The ticket, Gordon Keith, David Lane, wrapping up the rant uh, forever. Here we go. We're going no. until March. Whatever. We're going to March. We're going to March. It's You're fine. a liar. What, do you think I'm going to keep doing it? I don't know. I don't know what... That, you're unpredictable. I don't know what you're going to do. You're unpredictable. Whatever happened to Jesus Jones? That wasn't Jesus Jones. 
Oh, wasn't your unbelievable ding 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 ding? No, they sang was, right here, right now. Yeah, Jesus that was Jones. that was EMF. Yeah, what happened to EMF? They had that one song. What happened to Chumbawamba? They had that one song. No, they had two songs. Chumbawamba had, had uh, the drinky drink and a drinky drink, and the vodka drink and the other drink, and the drinks that remind you of the good time, and the drinks that remind you of the bad time. Danny boy, I get knocked down and I get up again. And they had a slower one, right? I don't even remember that. Why you gonna let na na na? Was that them? Uh, you got me. Oh, all right, fine. Now you you had. Uh, are you going phones? I was thinking about trying to get an answer to the Chumba Wamba. Oh, okay, go ahead. Hi, you're on the ticket. Good morning. Hey. Um, what do you want to know? What's the uh, two songs that Chumba Wamba had that were hits? Um, like a prayer and virgin on deathbed. I don't, I don't think so. Hi, you're on the ticket. Yes. I can tell you the difference between inside and outside sales. Okay. Inside sales is when you have a sales floor, like a pit. Uh huh. A bunch of guys on a sales floor. Outside sales, they like uh, say that yeah. word. Okay. Hi, you're on sports radio. Jeez. All right, that concludes our Chumbawamba calls. All right, yes, David. A lot going on in the world. Yeah, well, I remember hearing this week on uh, Muse or Gordo's Corner or something, uh, there was like a conclusion to the Wendy's case, the Wendy's Chili Finger. Yes. What, what, what happened with that? The woman, the story was this woman finds supposedly a severed finger in her chilies at Wendy's, and so she causes a big stir about it. Turns out... Her husband gave her this finger, and he got it from a coworker of his that lost it in an industrial accident. And so they get prosecuted for this, and they ended up pleading guilty. She gets nine years in prison. He got over 12 years in prison for trying, trying to defraud Wendy's out of $2.5 million or whatever they were trying to sell for. Well, That's a long time. Yeah. Well, there's a, uh, a similar case that is just... Uh hitting the news wires this time not targeting wendy's but targeting mcdonald's mm -hmm. this happened in uh georgetown delaware uh the incident allegedly occurred on december 30th of 2004 but it's just now going to court uh according to court documents this woman uh bought her 12 year old son a hot fudge sundae at mcdonald's in the drive-thru, and they start pulling out of the drive-thru, and the kid digs into the Sunday and recognizes the taste of human blood. How did he recognize that? I'm not sure. And then on inspection, they look at the Sunday and noted a red substance on the side of the Sunday cup as well as mixed into the ice cream. Mm. So the mom goes in and speaks to the manager, and according to her, the manager confirms or confirmed at that moment that it was blood, mm. and that the employee who prepared the Sunday had an injured, bleeding finger. Okay, I'm going to really be sick. Please don't. And so then, this one was legit, I guess? Well, <clears throat> now the owner of this particular McDonald's franchise says the uh, claims are unfounded and that uh, it was strawberry syrup. Yes, of course. Don't admit anything. And, yeah, and the, the manager, who no longer works there, says that he shouldn't have agreed that the substance was blood. <laughs> of course not. 
Even if it was. He, he says, he says we're that, not all out for truth. We're all out to protect ourselves. And I guess there was a, an assistant manager who witnessed the confrontation between the manager and the mother and said that he didn't agree that it was blood. He just said, whatever you say, lady. No, that well, he sounds was like just, he was very cooperative. That he was just trying to dismiss her. So, you know, it's the McDonald's franchise claim that she's just trying to pull a Wendy's chili finger. And she's saying that... And that may be true. She's saying that uh, they, you know, were negligent and that the... Uh, right, what's the weirdest the thing you ever found in a, in a meal? In a like, meal. if you find a hair in a meal, what do you do? Um, depends on what texture the hair is. Like, say it looks Hispanic. Is it straight or is it curly? Curly. Yeah, I, I send it back. I can't eat it. I don't think I've ever sent anything back for having a hair in it. I think the grossest thing I ever encountered, I did have like a, a fast food hamburger one time that had like a, you know, a one and a half foot long hair just kind of swirled on top of the tomato. Which that's kind of tasteful. Nice presentation at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what story you're going to tell me. And this is, and I look, drive by this place and think about it every time you tell me. I don't, every time I drive by it, I think about the time you told me. I don't, I don't know if we're thinking about the same thing, so tell, tell me if this is a different okay. story. Get rid of that, but yes. You I, went, to I a, went to a Latin restaurant Yeah, and got some kind of like taco thing. This is the one I'm thinking of. And, you know, there were mounds of lettuce, you mm -hmm. know, on top of these tacos. And I looked down at my plate and... There's like an inchworm just making its way through the forest of shredded lettuce. Yeah. I always heard you call it a maggot, so I've always associated it with that. Yeah, well, it, it was, it, it, yeah, it was, I don't know. It was bigger than like a grain of rice. It was probably, right. you know, maybe a half an inch long. Mm -hmm. Just kind of moseying its way across my plate. You sent that back, didn't you? Oh, yeah. How'd they respond? Oh, they were very apologetic. I don't know that Cop they... Your meal? I, I can't remember. It was so long ago. And then I went to a pizza place and the red pepper shaker. There was a worm crawling across the top of the red pepper shaker. Ugh. See, I thought that that particular restaurant you were talking about that had the worm in the lettuce. Yeah. I thought you had another episode there, too. I don't remember. If I did, I don't remember it. And that place has good food, but I've always kind of steered away from it after you told me that. Yeah, well, and I think that, you know, they've changed their menu and changed their chef many times since then, so... Don't order I, worms anymore. Yeah, so I, I, I wouldn't hesitate to go there now, but it, it did scar me for a while. One time I was eating this place that I used to eat frequently with my girlfriend, and she orders a tuna salad sandwich. Oh, I remember hearing this. This is so gross. And she sitting there, takes a bite, chews it for a little bit, and then has something in her mouth and pulls out a Band-Aid that was curled in a circular manner, clearly, that was just over a finger. That had just slipped off slipped a off finger. a wound. As the yeah. tuna salad was being stirred. Right. With a hand. And we complained. And they, they acted like, oh, well, you want another sandwich? Tuna salad sandwich? I'm like, no, I'm telling you this because the whole batch of tuna salad needs to be thrown out. No, just that, had, one, that one little area where the Band-Aid no, was is bad. Dude, you had a Band-Aid, which is covering a wound. Possibly infected wound that has been inside your tuna salad. You need to throw out the whole batch. They didn't see it that way. Yeah, they don't want to hear that. I think they comped our Diet Cokes. 
No, oh, that's nice. That was very defeating. Offer you a free dessert coupon to use another time. So we could take P1's stories of horrific dining, horrific experiences. dining experiences next on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. The ticket wants you to know that a little bit of love goes a long way. But if it comes with a persistent burning sensation, please see your physician. <laughs> 1151 Sports Radio 13 in the ticket. Good times. Good times. Grossest thing you've ever encountered in your meal at a restaurant. No restaurant names, please. No restaurant names. Just tell us the story. That's what we want. Dave found an inchworm in his salad. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever found anything living in my food. Many hairs, and I shared the story of that, uh, the Band-Aid that I found in there. Pretty gross. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Yeah, Gordo said he'd rather have a bullet than a, have a man. I think that's kind of homophobic. Okay. Wait, what's your response, Gordon? Huh? I said, okay. That was my response. It's so okay. you, you and George are so you'd rather have a both bullet. homophobes? You'd rather have a bullet than a man? What no. Does that, what does that say to the gay community? What the heck's going on here? Is that your phone? Giorgio. So. What does that say to the gay community, Giorgio? No, he's not here. Well, you're Giorgio now, Cordo. Okay, I get you. No, that was an exaggeration. Hi, you're on the ticket. Okay, an Italian restaurant, you know where they have the Parmesan shakers? Yes, I do know that. You sit there and watch a little kid lick the one at his table like an ice cream cone, and then grab the one on each table next to him and lick it like an ice cream cone, and the parents didn't say nothing. Gosh, that is dog. gross. That's horrible. That's so horrible. Hi, you're on the ticket. Booga, 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 talking, booga, booga. We are champions, booga, booga, booga. Me, booga. We, we are champions, my friend, booga, booga. And booga, we will keep on trying, booga, 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 to the end. We are champions. We are champions. Booga, booga, booga. No time for losing. Booga, because we are champions, my friend. Booga. Are we taking calls from Tongans? Mm. Or Jar Jar? Ah, you're on the ticket. Hey, yeah. I was just uh, trying to get online with those guys. I wanted to tell them the craziest thing I ever found in some of my food. You are online on the air. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. No, no. restaurant names. Please tell us the story. Oh, no names? No yeah. restaurant. You names. can say like the the type of cuisine, but okay. Well, it was kind of it was kind of a a burger joint. It's not in. It's not even in business anymore. It was down on Oak Lawn, uh -huh. kind of close to where Snooky's is right now. But anyway, my brother and I were there one time, and we got an order of French fries, mm -hmm. and we started we started eating the French fries, and I kind of happened to look down into the French fries to kind of see what I was eating, and I pulled this thing up, and what it ended up being was a deep fried joint evidently like the cook or something like it fell out from behind his ear or something so so you cracked it open and you smelled it and it was pot yeah well we just looked at it we didn't Did crack you eat it, it open so so our comment to the waitress when we called her over was we, we don't think this is an idaho potato this definitely looks like a south of the border potato and we were cool they didn't sounds like a great us. line they didn't cop us or anything but we were cool but that was the craziest <laughs> thing that ever happened to me that's pretty wild. Is the waitress good looking? I don't remember. It's probably been 20 years ago. Oh. But anyway, that's all, all I right. needed. Thanks. Oh, what? Hi, oh, you're huh? on the ticket. 
Who you guys like in games since this is a sports station? Oh, see, so he's getting us on that sports thing. I'd forgotten about that. Okay. Good call, man. Well, yeah. Take care. Ticket, right. ticket Sports Saturday in five minutes. Hi, you're on the ticket. Stay tuned. Uh, yeah, uh, food. Grossest thing you've ever eaten or uh, found in your food at a restaurant? Yeah, it was at a chicken place. Uh-huh. Got home, opened up the chicken box, found a piece of chewed-up gum sitting in the corner of it. Gross. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Hi, oh, you're on the ticket. Grossest thing in a restaurant. Remember that cricket infestation about six years ago? Yes. They were everywhere. I went into a, a fast food joint, and they were in the they were in the lights and the fluorescent lights. They were falling into the uh, fryers. They were all over the floor. Oh, <laughs> the nasty. People I, the people I was with ordered an eight. I don't know. It's so gross. I've never gone back to that fast food joint ever. Hi, mm. oh, you're on the ticket. Grossest thing you've encountered at a restaurant in your food? Hello. Yeah. Hey, Gordon. Hey. Uh, I went to this restaurant. I'm drinking the soup, and uh, I looked down on it, and there was a fly in the soup. So, like, uh, they, they took it back. They came back because I wasn't going to pay for it. And there was, like, but well, we can't even see the fly in there. Like, there was a fly in there. You can't believe his story, can you? I mean, come on. He sounds like he works at restaurants, not eats there. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Yeah, I served a, a plate one time and a cricket jumped off it. Right on the people. Like, <laughs> so that, that's awful. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, guys, I was at a Mexican food restaurant one time, and uh, I got the enchiladas, and apparently there was something inside of them, too, because uh, it gave me a slight case of severe diarrhea. Hi, you're on the ticket. Yeah, I found this uh, Mexican family living in my cheeseburger one Okay. Time. Hi, you're on the ticket. <laughs> yeah, hey, when I was in my residency, I was working the HIV clinic, and a young man came in that used to work at a restaurant, Mexican restaurant uh, on I-35, and said that he had to come in because his uh, secretions were dripping into the refried beans. Hello? Which kind of... Uh, from his nose, from his nose and mouth. When, wait, wait, when you have AIDS, you just start secreting yeah, at your eyes and nose? Chronic, uh, sinusitis and, and stuff dripping out of his nose, and it was dripping to the refried beans. Oh. <laughs> and by the way, so it was refried AIDS. Saying, saying tub thumping and short-term memory loss. What's that? The second big hit that, that uh, Chumbawamba had uh-huh. was short-term memory loss. From How'd that go? All right, stay hard, Gordon. Oh, okay. Oh, Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, man, one time I was eating some food at one of them their Mexican restaurants. Yeah, this sounds real. And it... Uh-huh. I was at one of them Hispanic Latino places, right? And they had them jalapeno things. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Yeah, I was at a uh, pizza restaurant once, and uh, we finished eating, and we look over, and there's this... Uh, uh, I guess a political way to say it is a handicapped person working behind the bar, like putting all the dishes up, and he was just drooling all over all the plates that we were, you know, eating off of. Mm, damn it. <laughs> damn. Oh, dear. All right, one more. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310. The ticket. grossest thing you've encountered in your food at a restaurant. I uh, I had soup one time at a restaurant, and uh, I came by and the waiter's did, and something was wrong with it, and I asked the waiter, 
hey, could you taste the soup? The waiter says, what's wrong with the soup? Is it too hot? Is it too cold? I said, no, just taste the soup. He says, what, is is, there, is it too salty? Well, he said, taste the, spoon, the soup. And I said, uh, he said, where's the spoon? And I said, uh, huh? <laughs> what? Well, he hung up before he gave us the explanation. That was, that was from Coming to America, wasn't it? Oh, it was? It was, it was Eddie Murphy's <clears throat> Jewish barber character, I think. Hmm. Well, crack the girl up. She must be yeah. a big Eddie Murphy fan. I guess. It's funny, it's funny when uh, your boyfriend tells other people's jokes. Man, I've like memorized a lot of Saturday Night Live jokes. Can we do them? All right. Uh, okay. Well, thanks to everyone who's been involved in this one. Do we have another story we want to do? No, I guess not. Are, are we... Uh, are we giving away to Troy Aikman or... Okay, it's Troy Aikman, then Ticket Sports Saturday. And so those of you who wanted to hear uh, the uh, NFL championship games broken down, you can uh, have that need sated here in just a few moments. What do you want to do the rest of the day, David? You want to hang out together? Right. Go to the park? <clears throat> go to White Rock, do some bird watching? Sure. Do you have some binocs I can borrow? No, but we could have a picnic. Um, sure. What, do you have, like, a picnic prepared, or do we need to go to... Yeah, I have a picnic already prepared. It has the food in it, and down at the bottom, a few little surprises for you. A few little toys that I want to use on you, see if they work. Does one of them have two ends to it? 